0: This year is brought to you by torahweb.org. Shalom aleichem, Rebbe. The three weeks to begin soon, v'azus Hashem, I usher in uh, at kufa avelus. Avelus in, in, in halacha is inseparable from tshuva. To grieve over what we've lost, whether we're speaking of avelus. Hadosh the, the personal Avelus when one has personally suffered the loss of one of the Shiva Krovan one of the seven immediate relatives or whether we're talking about the collective Avelus Yishana, the national mourning for the Vais HaMikdash in being Miss Abel we, we, we recognize that And for that reason, Avelos is inseparable from, from tshuva. Perhaps we'll take a few minutes to reflect together on some elements of tshuva, especially to jumpstart the tshuva process. What we'll talk about Rez's Hashem has sort of transcendent significance and transcendent importance. It's not limited to a particular historical moment or context. But Meidah Gisa it's impossible and not only impossible, it's also it's also not, not, not appropriate to be to ignore the the current historical moment and the current historical context, so we'll focus on the inyana de Yoma, but in a sense that's intended to, to illustrate themes of, of Tshuva. When we're mesvade, before we say the Ashamnu, we preface it by saying that onu Aze fanem Ukshay olef, lo'ma that Hashem Khatana. We we have neither the Azuspanim nor the Kashyas Olaf to deny kate, to avoid assuming responsibility for kate, and on the contrary, Avala Nahtham Vasena Khahtana. So there are either of two Qualities which can result in denial of at, in the denial of lochatanu, azuz Panim and Kashasaras. Azuz Panim means a brazenness, a brazenness that even when one inwardly knows and recognizes chait and is aware of one's culpability, one outwardly denies and Denies even in the presence of another who is also aware of 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 of, of our own guilt. So, for instance, Chazal tell us that Chazaka ein adam meys There's a Chazaka that a person doesn't have the azus to look his creditor in the eye and to Totally deny a, a, a debt. Tosas quotes on the Riva that the Pshat is that a person doesn't have that brazenness to deny outwardly the truth that he inwardly knows in the presence of, of another who knows it as well. So that's what Azizponim is the brazenness to outwardly lie and deny even when we inwardly recognize and acknowledge. Cassius Oref, on the other hand, represents the stubbornness, even the inward refusal to acknowledge. Cassius Oref results in outward denial because it reflects an inner. Refusal to acknowledge and 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 recognize hate we're not supposed to be complacent. we're not immune to any shortcoming. That having been said, and that notwithstanding, Baruch Hashem, generally speaking, we're not guilty of Azaz Generally speaking, that's not a, a quality that, that ever surfaces in our midst. Chazal tell us, Gimel Simonim, Zorach, Monim, the antithesis of Azaz is Baruch And that's one of the defining characteristics of a Jew. We are, however, truth be told, much more susceptible to kashya And the reason for that is is that what manifests itself negatively when we refer to it as kashisodef. Again, this stubbornness to acknowledge our own mistakes, our own errors. That same core quality can also translate into a steadfastness, to being unyielding and unwavering in clinging to our emuna and to our masada the the core quality is the same. It can be channeled and translate in a, in a very negative way one of the time as casius as a stubbornness, as a refusal to acknowledge to recognize error or it can be channeled and translate in, in the most sublime of, of fashions. That that no matter what happens throughout a, a millennia-long golus, that we remain firm and steadfast, unbending, unyielding, principled in our commitment to HaKadosh Baruch His Torah, our Masorah. So the core quality, which can be misdirected into kashis oref, is, is one that, that we appropriately have within us. And, and because of that, we are susceptible to, to, to kashos oref. Yitachem, that when Moshe Avinu is asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu, after the ego, that he should forgive us. And he says, ki amk orifu, that one interpretation of that is that Moshe Benu is saying, yes, sometimes they misuse and misdirect that quality of, of kashis orif, but, but at its core, that's a very positive potential as well. Be that as it may, we do have a capacity for Kashyasthan. We are susceptible to being Kshe at times. In reflecting upon the past few months, We have to ask ourselves has there been, is there an ongoing kashisaref? Kimadume, that it's indisputable, that in terms of our, again, speaking obviously in very broad collective terms, it's true to varying degrees at different parts of the communal spectrum, but speaking generally, communally, without those crucial nuances and, and differentiations, can I do that it's indisputable that we were guilty of, of a certain zilzil in dealing with Sankanas Nafashas when the first wave or the first part of the wave or the warning signals about the impending first wave were first sounded. We didn't respond with the the zrisos that Psykonosna nafashos requires. We didn't, in a preemptive, timely way, take the appropriate vitally necessary precautionary and, and preemptive measures. The question which, which needs to be asked it's not an easy question, but the question that we need to ask ourselves one will say slichas, and will be ready to say the Ashamno. The so can we truthfully say no Azepanim? I think so. But can we then continue the sentence, ukshe Has there been a, a, a collective alkhait, a personal alkhait? A personal al Khait that, that each of us knows what what, what his personal al is? But then a, a communal alchet for the indisputable zilzal that was present in in our midst. kashis ovef kshela atzmo itself is is, uh, is 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 a chait, but it's also very much bevchina a goveres Rabbeinu Yonah tells us at the beginning of Shari Tshuva, he talks about the the evil that ensues when we procrastinate in doing Tshuva. Rabbeinu Yonah says the best way to ensure that doesn't isn't repeated is if a person goes through the emotionally Existentially wrenching process of tshuva. The profound sense of, of remorse. The profound sense of, of embarrassment and Khamti uvoshti. That experience of tshuva serves as a bulwark, bulwark, as 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 a barrier against future chet. But if a person is is Procrastinates. The person isn't as zars in doing tshuva So then he's prone to repeating the hate And when a person repeats the hate, chet, the chhet's more chomla. The hate is more chomla because he's a repeat offender, the Vinayana says. The hate is, is, is more chomla because maybe the first time the person was blindsided. He'd never dealt with such a challenge before. He didn't know how to. Brace himself for this challenge. But that extenuating, mitigating, not absolving, but extenuating and mitigating perspective is not relevant the, the, the second time. That's why, that's why Yonah has this remarkable insight. He says that Shlomo HaMelech refers to someone who repeats chayt as kikelev hashav al-kiyo. It's like literally like a dog who re-ingests that which it vomited. So look at the moshal, look at the metaphor, says Rabbeinu Yonah. He's not saying that that he's like a dog who ate one piece of meat and then eats a second piece of meat. No, the the kiyo, when when he's he's ingesting, re-ingesting what he vomited, it's more disgusting, it's more offensive the second time. That then that, it was the first time. Kimeduna, that, that there has been in our midst, kashis aref, that we do have to own up to having been kshei Arif, which is why we see playing out before our eyes exactly what Rabbi Yona says. Rabbi Yana says, if a person procrastinates in, in acknowledging hate in not being a if in acknowledging the chayt and doing tshuva, so then that would prevent him from repeating the chayt. And yet now we still see zilzal. Despite all the suffering, despite the fact that there are so many people in our midst who are still observing Avelos of yud Chodesh, there's still zilzal. There's still... Widespread reports, again, in different places ac- across the, the spectrum of, 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 of our of our wonderful Knesset Israel, of, of people who don't wear masks, even when the masks are less are a vital, vital precautionary and preventive measure. People who aren't observing social distancing. Kahena The zilzil is repeating itself. Exactly what Rav Yonah Yona tells us that the roas hamisachibet v'tshuvah is that if a person is the ksheorif and doesn't acknowledge the chait, if he doesn't acknowledge the chait, if we don't acknowledge the chait, we can't do shuvah. If we don't do shuvah, so then we're prone to 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 repeating the chait. How can it be though? But let's step back for a minute and ask ourselves a, a, a different question. How can it be that we haven't had a tremendous his us to do shuva bechlaw and befat in this parsha of, of being scrupulously careful? Following all all recommendations, how can it be that the cost in human lives and amongst them from within our communities has been so staggering? The amount of suffering universally and Particularly in, in, in the Jewish community, has been so great. How can it be that that hasn't been a hisuris on our part? How can it be that we're still obstinately demonstrating a, a kashisuris and that we're repeating repeating that's fun, this, this same zilzil. How How does that not register? How does what's happened, and not just what happened, what's happening, if, if we're in, in the least bit in touch with with, with the state of, of, of affairs in in, in in the medical state of affairs in in, in this country? The Rambam, as you know, in Parak Alpha has a fascinating history of how Avodazarah entered the world and various stages of its development. He begins, They, on one level, at that point, were still monotheists, but they thought, that it was with Son Hashem, to direct acts of worship, to the Kohavim and the like, and the like, after all, Hakadosh as it were, has appointed them to a high and exalted position. <clears throat> so, so presumably, he wants us to to, to acknowledge that. And the Raman describes how it deteriorates from there, and then subsequently, the come and they and they claim that Hakadosh instructed them to, to worship Kol only. and then at another stage, so then the Neviye Sheker claim to receive a communication from the Kohanim themselves until monotheistic belief is totally lost and, and and society, the world, deteriorated to crude polytheism. And then the Rambam concludes and he says that again that Nishtakea Hashem Grashwell who was totally forgotten other than a handful of select individuals, like Rashi, who was totally forgotten, and he says the world was on this continuous downward spiral. There's something extraordinary about what the Rambam does not say in this parikh. We're accustomed to, to the Rambam saying extraordinary things. But in this context, there's also something extraordinary that the Rambam doesn't say. If you learn, when we learn parakel, if we would have the Rambam parakel, and we wouldn't have the benefit of Chumj Vreshis, we wouldn't know that there had been a marvel. The Rambam describes Enosh, Enosh, right? Long before the model. Abel the Zohar begins, we make Dorosh al-Enosh, and the Rambam describes a continuous, uninterrupted descent and deterioration, resulting in a Kodesh being totally forgotten, <coughs> Excuse me. resulting in crude polytheism, so we would have expected, but the marble was a reset button. But then, unfortunately, the process began a second time. And there was the second go round. No, there is no such paragraph in the Rambam. The marble was not a reset button. Chum and Yefes went into the marble, went into the teva, and emerged from the teva the same. The marble didn't impact her. Even a marble, even literally the destruction of the entire world, doesn't necessarily automatically impact a person. Doesn't necessarily automatically be over a person to Tshuva. Rabin Yonah, both in Pekiah as well as in Shari Tshuva, commenting on Hillel, in the mission of Hillel, of Im Enon Mili, Rabin Yonah writes Im Hoondam Loja Ore Nafsho, Mayo Iluhu Hamusonen. Nothing external, automatically, inevitably, changes the person. If a person doesn't consciously, with determination and resolve, thoughtfully, deliberately take something to heart, and change himself, nothing changes us. It doesn't matter what's happening externally. It can be a pandemic. It can even be a marvel. Nothing external automatically imposes change upon our way of thinking, upon our way of believing, upon our code of conduct, upon our behavior. Nothing external can impose change. Ad ke the kochav bechira that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave us is so great. Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave us a kochav bechira that if we want, we can walk into a teva, we can see the entire world destroyed, and we can walk out of the teva a year later, the same people. That's apparently what happened with Chama If it can happen. With a model, it can happen with a pandemic also. Nothing automatically changes us. If we're going to change, it's because we take things to heart, because we are determined to change. We identify what needs to change. And then with a steadfastness and with a sense of purpose, we implement that that, that change. It's true. Whether one is talking about the inyana de yama in terms of the Zilzo, in terms of sakanas tafashas, but it's true in every area of our be it personal lives, be it collective communal lives, change never ever is imposed. It has to be. It has to be come from from within. There are Kimaduma other contributing causes to the Kashyas Odef that we've been witnessing that we see when we when when we look into the mirror. Besides again that natural capacity, which is again simultaneously a capacity of Latova, besides that natural capacity for Kashia's Odef. There are other contributing factors. One, it requires great humility to acknowledge hate. And the question is, are we always equal for that? Do we always have that sense and degree of humility that we should have, regardless, but that's necessary, indispensable, in order to to, to acknowledge wrongdoing and and to assume responsibility. But, in addition, again, in in our context, there are other contributing factors to Cassius Recognizing the zilzal that was, Would be Machayavas Lahabah. It would dictate, although obviously right now we're at a different point, at least in the tri state area, a very, very different point than we were then. But still, recognizing what it means to be properly Nisr on on Sakana, the Makam Sakana has very real implications now also. Not the same implications, necessarily, that it had at the height here in, in the tri-state area. But it's still, even even at a low point, it has very real consequences. It, it basically means that we, we can't simply revert back to our previous way of life, we can't re-engage the way we were functioning a half a year ago. And that requires a tremendous discipline. And so many areas of life need to be recalibrated and, and significant change needs to be introduced and that requires a tremendous self discipline. Anytime we need to sacrifice, anytime we need to let go, anytime we need to be any anytime we need to to to, to 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 confront such a challenge, tremendous self discipline is required. It's a lot easier to to be a kshayodith than it is to necessarily show and demonstrate that self-discipline. But self-discipline is the sodh of kolatora If the sodh of at was supposed to be disciplined in behavior, was supposed to be disciplined in speech, was supposed to be disciplined in thought, self-discipline is the sodh of kolatora my grandfather Zatzan was fond of quoting the Medrash in Shir Hashirim Rabbah. It happens sometimes that a person gets married late, relatively speaking, not till he's thirty, maybe not even till he's forty. Mishtemotzi etziyosah. Finally, finally, everything comes together. Finally, finally, the the the, the moment has come. Uboali zakeklo. It's time for the marriage to be consummated. the omereslo. And she tells them, Keshtoshana aduma veisay. I saw a tiny speck of blood. Upiresh, poresh mimenem yad. And he immediately separates. My Goramlo Lo Who forced him? Who repelled him? Who pushed him away? bazal Yesh is there an iron wall impenetrable between them? maybe there's an iron pillar between the two. Did a snake bite him? Did a scorpion sting him that he retreats? No none of the none of the aforementioned. His loyalty too. that venidas Isha the chain. Person's ravenous. They bring him a nice selection of 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 meat, different cuts of meat. He's about to about to dig in. No, accidentally in the cooking, some milk fell into these pieces. And, and cooked with these pieces. Despite being ravenous, pulls his hand back and he doesn't taste it. Who forced them not to even take a bite? Is there a snake that 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 bit him? Is there a scorpion that stung him? Excuse me. I think it wasn't Khala, Maybe it was Khailav, Sorry. It was it was the chilef that, that had had fallen on the meat, not 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 milk. The had fallen on the meat. ko lo Self discipline is the quintessence of avodas Hashem. permeates everything we do, everything we don't do, it defines our our, our, our lifestyle. And on a certain level, on a certain level, when we're weak and we succumb and we don't demonstrate that self-discipline, it's not just a self contained shortcoming, but it's one that really, really is, it contradicts everything we are, everything that we aspire even more consistently to, to, to be. So there is a, a very real challenge now self-discipline. Self-discipline again to recalibrate, rethink how to go about our lives within the new normal. But That's that's a potential that that we all have. It's a potential that we all have to a large degree actualized. And it's one that we need to begin by being honest with ourselves without the to recognize the need for self-discipline, to recognize where we've been remiss in responding to the pandemic and to be able when we say slichas, to be able to say in the most sincere and heartfelt manner that we welcome Solomon ein uno and not only not only ein but ein uno azefanum uksay olav wamale rather we recognize that in truth Anachnu national vavasen and with that sincerity of heart we look to you to help us thank you have a good night